What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Joseph Vore Podcast on the JB Podcast Network. Congratulations, you are listening to the very first Friday Picks episode with Uncle Micah. Uncle Micah officially believes in the Browns now because he threw 200 bucks down on a 100-1 to ticket for the Cleveland Browns. Yes, that's right. The 2-5 and five Cleveland Browns to win the AFC. I don't know why he did it. He's a complete crazy person, but trust me, this guy somehow, someway sometimes knows what he's doing. So on this episode, guys, like I mentioned before, we got five NBA Friday picks. We got five college football picks and five NFL picks. And then we have Uncle Micah's sure thing. He has five-star bets, one for the NBA, one for college football, and one for the NFL. And then we will have Uncle Micah's underdog money line parlay special. All of that coming up on the episode right now live in las vegas all right he couldn't get a sig on his beeper so he's calling in from a payphone inside caesar's palace right now we have uncle micah it is the first episode of the joseph or podcast friday picks uncle micah non-degenerate gambler and lover of bud light lime welcome in you ready to do this i am ready to do this and i'm officially on board with the Cleveland Browns now. That's but we'll right. talk about that in a minute. Yep, yes, we will. I know you can hardly wait. So let's start. I know you don't follow baseball and you don't really bet baseball at all, but we, this is a gambling-specific show. We have to talk about Mattress Mac, the Astros guy. He threw down millions of dollars of his own money on the Astros to win. Obviously, they lose last night in Game 7 to the Nationals. Did, did he sell off? Um, what's that called again when you make a big bet and you kind of sell off parts of it? Did he do any of that or, or did he lose no. everything? I'm pretty sure he could afford to uh, let that money ride. So uh, highly doubtful he was hedging any kind of money. In fact, hedging. In fact, I think he was actually betting more, yeah. getting more action on Houston before game seven started. Uh, I think I saw something on Twitter about that. He was actually betting at the Scarlet Pearl in Biloxi, which I'm actually only a few miles from. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, I'm sure he's loaded and has plenty of money, but pretty sick beat for Houston to lose all four games at home. But what a win for the Nationals. I hate Bryce Harper, so pretty happy about it. That's right. You know what they say, a series doesn't start till the team wins at home. So the series technically still hasn't started yet. Yeah, it has not. It's a good point, but... I mean, I definitely watched Game 7. I'm not a huge baseball follower, but it was good Game 7. Uh, I was happy the Nationals won because I am not a Bryce Harper guy. So <laughs> kind of like seeing that. I that don't know great. what he's feeling like today, but pretty funny for them to win the World Series after he leaves. So pretty good stuff. 100%. It's it's like when the Cavs win the finals this year. It's going to it's be the same thing. Oh geez, you're you're like my brother. He's already oh, no. hyping the Cavs over twenty four and a half for sure. Yeah, and I'm you, like, slow down, buddy. Yeah, it's your been brother four games. Yeah, your brother sends you a text. He goes, just put my deposit down for a Cavs priority playoff seating this spring. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I guess everyone's on fire after four games. Oh but. my gosh. Um, okay, but you're gonna be rich here if the Browns somehow win the AFC because you finally. You fired on the Browns. So what did you do? We saw it on your. Uh, I saw it pulled up on your Twitter. You posted your ticket. What What's going on here? What's making you believe? I don't know if I'm a firm believer, but I'm a believer in 
future bets that have value. And when you really think about it, they put out the new AFC to win the AFC lines. And I know it's laughable to most people at first because they're like two and five Browns. Right. Probably aren't even going to make the playoffs. How would they win the AFC? But not so fast. Not so fast. I would say, my friend. (laughs) Because if you really look at the Browns' schedule, you really have to look at the schedule. And I don't think it's ever. I mean, they are two and five. And if you look at the rest of their games, I'm pretty sure they will be favored in every game the rest of the year. Maybe except for Buffalo. And, and, and Baltimore. Except, no, listen, listen. I'm except listening. for the only game I don't think they'll be favored in is at Pittsburgh. Uh, hmm. The Week 10 line was already released for uh-huh. next week's line. Some of the sportsbooks release early lines. The Browns are minus three at home versus Buffalo. They're already really? considered a favorite. Now, now, it can change. If they look terrible at Denver Sunday yeah. and they just get blown out, obviously that line is going to probably be Buffalo favored at that point because the right. season is probably going to be – completely over if they lose at Denver. Like, yeah. it's going to be done. Yeah. But my theory is this. They're going to be favored in what I think the rest of the games and all of them, except maybe a Heinz Field versus Pittsburgh. Yep. And they were 100-1 to on the board to win the AFC. So I bet that. And then I saw they were 125-1 to at the William Hill Sportsbook. Wow. So I kind of, like, well, I thought 100-1 was crazy. Then I saw they were 125-1, so... At that point, you obviously just got to bet more money. So I'm in for like $200. I mean, it's a decent fire for me to bet that much on those kind of odds. But to me, it's like the stock market, man. I mean, penny stocks usually are trash. And right now the Browns are kind of a penny stock. But there's always a glimmer of hope that you can maybe find. Right. And my glimmer of hope is that schedule. Considering that Vegas is going to have them favored and almost – all the rest of the games. They so it's kind be. of weird that they would put them at those long shot odds. But we'll see what happens. So, yeah, I'm a definitely team Baker now, all <laughs> on Cleveland. So we'll see what happens. I was a little disappointed, though. Part of me, part of my thinking for betting that was right before the trade deadline. Yeah. I really thought we might get Trent from Washington. So right. that would have helped. We didn't make any moves. So that's kind of a bad start because I was. I thought it was a coin flip. What did you did you think they were gonna make a deal or not? I, I wasn't sure. It just didn't seem like anything picked up momentum. I kinda of think about the trade deadline. I kinda of compare it to um snow days. Like if it gets kinda of hyped up and people are really talking about it, there's some buzz around the school, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I, you know, and you can kinda of just feel it in your gut, right? And then when it happens, you're like, you know, I can't picture that this wouldn't have happened and I felt Kind of the same way. I, I just never really felt like no one really did anything at the trade deadline, right? I they mean, did not. I know. They n- nothing definitely didn't. I mean, obviously, we could have used the lineman. So yeah. Trent's, you know, holding on to Washington. I'm sure Daniel Snyder was just asking for way too much because that's right. just how he is. But I was hoping maybe they would take like a second rounder or something and we could right. get Trent over there on the offensive line because obviously that seems to be a problem for, for with sure. The Browns, the well, offensive yeah, line, I, but I mean. If the asking regardless, price, I think there's definitely value in the Browns at 125 to one to win the AFC. I know it sounds crazy, but put it this way: if you just bet a few different tickets and they just make the playoffs, you could just sell off one of your tickets and basically yeah. free roll the whole playoffs. I mean, I really firmly believe Freddie Kitchens might have had his Lou Brown moment in that locker room <laughs> this week. Like, yeah. I mean, he might have brought in a Giselle cutout 
They might be stripping <laughs> her down with each win all the way to the AFC championship game. Yeah. Or maybe I just watched too much Major League. I don't know. but That's right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You can't, after a Browns loss, you can't just put on Major League and then watch the Believe Land 30 for 30 and just do all, and watch highlights of Game 7 in 2016 and be like, you know what? Then all of a sudden you're like, why not us? Why not us? It doesn't matter. Well, man, they got uh, they just right. got talent and like I know. Vegas obviously thinks they're still talented. They haven't favored on the road at Denver. But I mean, De- that but game kind of not... scares me. But put it this way: if they lose at Denver Sunday, it's I over. can just rip up those tickets. It's yep. over. But I, it's a big game Sunday. Like they win that game, then they're at home versus Buffalo, be favored again by two and a half, three points. They win that game. Then they're at home versus Pittsburgh and at home versus Miami. I mean, yeah. they reel off those four wins. No, I mean, you never have, know. The attitude might change. They have and you get four turned games. around. Then they those have, tickets are going to start gaining value. And if you look at Baltimore's schedule, like, it's brutal. Yeah. Baltimore's schedule is brutal compared to Cleveland's. I mean, Baltimore hopefully picks up a lost Sunday. And I really think the Browns can win that division and get in the playoffs. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's there. Obviously, they think it's a long shot, but if Baltimore lose a Sunday to New England, which hopefully they do. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. But I thought it was worth the fire because of the long shot odds. I firmly believe they can still win the division. That schedule is just really weak. So we'll see what happens, man. It is. The Browns are talented on paper, and the schedule is weak on paper. We'll see if, you know, that schedule shows up the way that we think it does, unlike how – just the culmination the, uh, of talent that the Browns have. You know, it, it just has yet to yet to gel. I, yep, I, you know. For sure. And to be fair, like, their schedule so far yeah. has been pretty tough. A for lot sure. tougher than what people thought because no one thought the Niners were going to be this good. Right. Seattle wasn't supposed to be this good. I, I really don't know if Seattle's this good regardless. I mean, I might mention that in my yeah. picks later. But, I mean, they have pl- played some – Pretty tough teams. So. For sure. But we'll see. All right. Let, let's get into NBA here. Like we said, guys, when we were hyping this up, we got five NBA picks. We got five college football picks. We got five NFL picks. So let's start with the NBA. Uncle Micah, rattle off your five. Okay. My five games for tomorrow – or I'm sorry, for later tonight, Friday. Yes. Houston minus three and a half yep. is at Brooklyn. Yep. Now, I'm going to go with Houston at minus three and a half for sure. They have a day off. I know it's a road game. Brooklyn is just, I don't know, it's getting back to that Kyrie mode. I'm sure he's going to go for 40, but I see him losing by about seven or eight. I have the same exact thing. So uh, that's my first first pick. Pick number two, I got to go with Dallas plus two at home against the Lakers. Ooh. I mean, Dallas is obviously pretty good. Dwight Powell's starting to get minutes. He made his debut last game. He's getting more minutes. Dallas bench is way better than I thought. Justin Jackson, Brunson, Cleaver off the bench are playing well. Obviously, the Unicorn and Doncic are legit. I just feel it's a televised game at Dallas. Cuban will probably have the crowd all pumped up. <laughs> I just like Dallas and the points there. I think okay. they're going to straight up win that game, but plus two, they lose by one, you still cover. Game number three, we're going to go with Chicago minus three and a half yep. at home versus Detroit. 
I know Chicago just lost to Cleveland, but <laughs> Cleveland might be a juggernaut. Who knows? <laughs> but I mean, the Bulls are have some talented guys. I think they're going to pick it up. Their record's not good right now, but I like him at home there, minus three and a half versus Detroit. Okay. Uh, game number four, Boston minus ten and a half. I hate laying that many points usually, but. I mean, I'm not really going to talk much about it. It's the New York Knicks on the road at Boston. Boston just beat Milwaukee. I think they'll cover the 10.5. It is a lot of points, but i got to go with Boston there. Okay. And game number five is going to be a totals line. Okay. It's Golden State-San Antonio game. Uh The over-under is 225. Ooh. i got to go with the under, obviously due to the fact that no Steph Curry now. Yeah. Kerr's going to have to start doing something as far as coaching. And yeah, he's have to I'm coach. assuming they're going to slow it down somewhat. Yeah. The Spurs aren't total running gun. 225 seems like a lot of points. I don't yeah. know if they adjusted that enough without having Steph in the lineup. I, I just can't see that going over no. 225. So I got the under of 225. So real quick to review, Houston minus three and a half, Dallas plus two, Chicago minus three and a half, Boston minus ten and a half, Golden State, San Antonio under 225. Those are my five games for Friday night. All Who right. do you have? So I'm going to start with that same San Antonio-Golden State game. San Antonio, uh, six-point favorites. I'm taking the Spurs to cover that. I think they win by double digits. Um let uh, Utah at Sacramento. The Kings, they've been disappointing this year. They haven't won a game yet. Uh, Utah, five and a half. I think the Jazz take this one by nine. Uh, we have Detroit at Chicago. I'm going a little opposite you, like you said. Chicago, three and a half. But, hey, man, sh- Chicago, they, they look bad against the uh, the Cavs. Who, you know, they do have four of the five last Eastern Conference championships. So, you know. There is championship pedigree there, uh, but I, I'm still going to take the Pistons here. I, I, I sort of like the Pistons roster. Um, All right, so we disagree on yeah, that one. Then. Yep, and then Houston and Brooklyn. Um, yeah, I, I'm right with you again. Houston, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I have the Rockets by seven there. And then my last game, the Cavs at the Pacers. Pacers, seven-and-a-half-point favorites. The Cavs, they're on this thing called a winning streak. They have won two in a row. Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love, they're combining for 36 points and 28 rebounds. Kevin Love, I looked it up today, is averaging 17 rebounds a game. He had like 20 rebounds at halftime the other night. But I think the Pacers, the Cavs are going to come back down to earth. I think the Pacers win by 11. I knew you were going to pick the Cavs as one of your games. Well, I, I did. Well, I, I threw them in there, but I'm take, I think the Pacers cover. Oh, you're wait, wait, you're taking no. I said Cleveland plus seven and a half or Indiana. No, no. I, I said I, I said the Cavs are going to come back down to earth. I think the Pacers are going to win by eleven. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, you, you, you cut me off. I, I, I built, I built them up to tear them down. Person. I thought for sure you were taking the plus seven well, and a half. That, that's All what right, I did. Fault. You got you got to listen, man. You need some. You need. <laughs> I need to give you a little. I need to send you to the uh, snowman school of journalism to. to <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now I can't. Now you shocked me that you went against the Cavs. Well, I did. All right. man. I did. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying right. to have some integrity here. All right. All right. Sounds good. Let's go to college football. We go. We're going in order here. We just talked Friday NBA. Let's go to Saturday college football. All right. College football game number one. 
North Carolina is minus two and a half at home versus Virginia. Okay. Virginia's lost their last three road games. I mean, UNC is a pretty good team under former Texas coach Mac Brown. Yep. Really like UNC at minus two and a half. They're at home. I mean, we got to remember UNC only lost to Clemson by one point earlier right. this year. I mean, it's not the same North Carolina football team as usual. I really think they'll cover that two and a half at home. So that'll be my first game for everyone out there. Game number two, Oklahoma State is minus three at home. Like Oklahoma State a lot. I mean, how can I go against Mike Gundy and his mullet ever at home? But <laughs> Oklahoma right. State does play pretty well at home. I also like this trend a lot. Whenever a home team from whenever a team is coming off a big win at home and they yeah. go on the road the next week, uh, TCU is who Oklahoma State plays. Okay. TCU had a pretty big win at home last week against Texas, who was right. ranked number 15. Yep. Usually when they go on the road the next week, they have a little bit of a letdown. <laughs> Oklahoma State minus three on that game for sure. That also that trend also goes for my next game. Kansas is ah. plus six at home yes, I versus have Kansas this. State. Kansas State obviously huge, huge win last week at home Jerry versus Lewis. Oklahoma. They're now going on the road to Kansas. That line seems kind of weird whenever a fishy line like that. But, again, I love the trend of a team having a big win, then going on the road, laying an egg. Yeah. I like Kansas plus six there for my yeah. third game. Uh, game number four, Virginia Tech is plus 17.5 at Notre Dame. I don't know what to say about Notre Dame. I mean, they got crushed last week. Yep. 17.5 versus Virginia Tech seems crazy to me. That's yeah. a lot of points for Notre Dame to have to cover. I know they're at home, but the two games that Virginia Tech has been an underdog this year, yeah. one was at Miami. They covered, and they actually won the game outright. Another time they were underdog was at UNC. They covered, and they actually won that game outright. I don't think Virginia Tech's going to win as an underdog here, right. win the game outright, but I think they're going to cover the 17-and-a-half for sure. Game number five, USC plus five at home versus Oregon. Pretty big game. What I like most here is USC is at home. USC has not lost a home game all year. I know Herbert's pretty good quarterback for Oregon. Oregon's D was pretty good at the beginning of the year. They've actually gave up over 30 points the last two games. So I think USC is going to be able to score with them if Oregon starts scoring a lot. And like I said, USC undefeated at home. Getting plus, getting five, I'm going to take the plus five. Ooh. So to recap real quick, UNC minus two and a half, Oklahoma State minus three, Kansas plus six, Virginia Tech plus 17 and a half, USC plus five. All right. All right. I, I have some similar ones in here as well. I'm going to start with Virginia Tech at Notre Dame. Notre Dame should be motivated. They're obviously frauds losing to Michigan because I'm really not sold on Michigan at all. And Virginia Tech, they're, I was looking up some of their scores. There's, not, there's less than 10 points that separates them from being what they are right now to being a 3-5 and five football team. Um, but their, off, you know, their offense has been playing well lately, but I'm with you. They cover, but Notre Dame wins the game. And then yep. another another place where I agree with you, and I love this one, Kansas State at Kansas. Like we said, Kansas State beats Oklahoma, huge win. Uh, but but Kansas, they they played Texas really tough. It took them 
what till the end of regulation or overtime to to uh, lose that game and they just beat Texas Tech. I think that just like you, they win this game. They beat Kansas State at home. Uh, Georgia and Florida. Georgia, uh, six and a half point favorites. I think the Bulldogs win, but the Gators cover. Uh, this one was really tough for me. Michigan and Maryland. Michigan, I saw 21 points. This one was really tough because uh, I think that's about what it'll be, like 20, 21 points, sort of in that range. So Michigan's going to win. I, I, I'm st I'm still saying that Michigan wins by just – I think they're going to win by 23. I think it's going to be really, really close. And then another game that you had, Oregon at USC. But I'm going a different way here. I think Oregon's going to have a good performance here. They're going to have a solid, gritty win. They're going to win by 10 in, at Southern Cal. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So we disagree on one. So yeah. we're one on college disagreeing and one on the NBA disagreeing. That's nice. right. All right, let's talk about the pros. Let's go Sunday, NFL. All right, Sunday for NFL. I'll give you my five-game rundown. First, we're going to start with Tampa Bay plus six versus Seattle. That line might be five and a half, six. I mean, some, some books have six right now, so yeah. I'm just going to go with the plus six. But Tampa plus six at Seattle. I know Jameis Winston's. Looks pretty terrible at times. However, Seattle, I'm not totally sold on. Ooh. If you look at Seattle's home games this year, it's not the old Seattle where they're like so lights out at home. I mean, right. in fact, they've lost two games at home this year. And the other two wins they have at home were by one point each time. They beat Cincinnati by one point. They beat the Rams by one point. So due to all that information, I'm going to have to take the six points in Tampa, Tampa on that game. Game number two. Pittsburgh Steelers versus Indy at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is plus one now. Yeah. I'm taking Pittsburgh. I like Ooh. their defense. Really? Mason's starting to play better. I know Indy's good, even without luck. I just like Pittsburgh's D. I think they're coming around. Mason's okay. starting to come around. The injury in the running back department, though, for Pittsburgh does worry me a little yeah. bit. Uh, not sure how that's working out. I mean, we're picking games kind of early. That's a little struggle with picking Sunday games on right. a Friday. But as of now, I'm taking Pittsburgh at plus one there. Okay. Game number three, Buffalo is minus nine and a half at home versus the Redskins. That seems crazy to me because it looks like our Buckeye Haskins is going to be playing and what better way for Haskins to make a great debut starting ah. than throw him in the fire to the Bills Mafia. There we go. So Buffalo minus nine and a half. <laughs> I, I mean, if Haskins does start, and that's kind of what they're saying right now, Yeah. wow. Like at Buffalo, I don't know how Washington scores 10. I mean, that's probably generous. Well, I, I don't know. They, they are the districts of champions right now. They got the Nationals. They have the Mystics. They have the Capitals. I mean, a few years I ago. Mean, so, I mean, I think they're rolling. I think I think the Redskins run the table here and make it in. Yeah, with wow. Haskins. Who's exactly. Looked, man, he's looked pretty bad when he said yeah. come in some games. Well, so, they, got, they got Trent Williams back. So, Buffalo, back. nine and a half. I mean, NFL, nine and a half starts – that's a lot of points, but is. I mean, come on. If Haskins is starting, which it sounds like he's going to, I got to go with Buffalo minus nine and a half. Game number four is going to be the primetime Sunday game. I don't usually like betting the favorites in primetime games, yep. but Patriots are now minus three versus Baltimore. 
I'm not going against Belichick. He puts schemes together. Now, I will say this. His schemes against running quarterbacks are not as effective, I guess, as more stationary quarterbacks. But I still think Lamar is going to be seeing ghosts out there like (laughs) Sam was. So I'm taking the Patriots minus three at Baltimore. Game number five is going to be the Monday night game. Giants are plus seven right now at home versus Dallas. I really like the Giants. Barkley's back seems healthy. Daniel Jones, eh. I mean, four touchdowns last week, I think it was. So he has those games where he looks really good, looks really bad. Standard rookie stuff. But Giants at home, Monday night, primetime game. Got to take the plus seven for sure there. So recap real quick. Tampa plus six. Pittsburgh plus one. Buffalo minus nine and a half. Patriots minus three. Giants plus seven. Let's hear your five. All right. Let's start with the hometown Brownies at Denver. Cleveland, favorites on the road against a quarterback who's never taken an NFL snap. Uh, Three and a half points. Cleveland by a touchdown, so Browns cover there. Um, nice. We got Houston and Jacksonville. This is the London game. I'm not I'm not talking about the spread here. I want you guys to take the under 46.5 in this game. I was doing some diligent research preparing for this. Only one London game has had a combined more than 46.5 points so far this year. There's been three of them. And the one game that was over in London that had more than 46.5 points, I don't know if this means anything or not, was at a different stadium than Wembley Stadium where this game is going to take place on Sunday. So for all of those reasons, take the under, under 46.5 in the Houston-Jacksonville game. Um, nice. And the game that you talked about, Colts at the Steelers. Indy one point one point favorites. I like the Colts here by six. I think it's a tight game, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I still think the Colts win here by six. Here's an interesting one. I kind of struggled with this because Tennessee at Carolina. Carolina minus three and a half. Tennessee in terms of yards per game, they have a top ten defense, and obviously Carolina was and their quarterback uh, Kyle Allen extremely humbled with that just. But whooping that they took against the uh, against the 49ers. The Niners. <laughs> so a lot of their momentum, and I think some of his confidence is a little uh, shot here. I still think Carolina wins, but I think it's pretty close in Tennessee covers. Nice. And then, I uh, like you talked about, the Buccaneers in Seattle. Now you're right, Seattle, right? They haven't looked at – they're not, you know, the, the Legion of Boom. They're not. They're, it's not as intimidating to go in there and play anymore. But I still – just really can't stand Winston. I can't stand the Bucks. I think Seattle wins this by 14, and they bounce back this week. Yeah, that game, that is – it does – the line does seem weird on that because Winston's Only so six. Bad. But yeah. when I look at Seattle at home, I just felt like you got to go with the points, I guess, the way they've looked. And I'm not totally sold on Seattle and their offense. That over-under was odd too. I mean, I think it was like 52 Jeez. for the over-under there. I mean, that's I almost added that in there, but the total for that game, I mean, I would think the under, but yeah. man, that's, well, I that's think, pretty I high. Think, I think they look at it as Russell Wilson's obviously very capable, and Winston's going to chuck it around. He's either going to chuck it to his guys and throw five touchdowns, or he's going to throw it to the other guys and give Russell Wilson <laughs> yeah. short field. So they're like, it's either going to be like a shootout, or if he turns it over, it's going to be like 43 to 14. That's true. So maybe that's the logic there. 
Okay, Uncle Micah, let's get into your sure thing. I kind of advertised that your sure thing was going to three, be a three-team parlay, but you are my gambling expert and correspondent here on my payroll, so you wanted to switch it up. You didn't want to make, uh, didn't want to be such a sucker thing here. So, but you do have your sure thing. You're going to give your five-star bets: one for the NBA, one for college football, one for the NFL. What do you got? Exactly for the sure thing: five stars for Friday night NBA. My favorite five-star bet is that Golden State San Antonio total. I love the under 225 there. Five stars on that one for college football Saturday. My five-star gotta be virginia tech plus 17 and a half at notre dame take the points there five star saturday sunday nfl my five star for the sunday nfl is going to be the new york giants at plus seven so actually that's going to be the monday night game excuse me don't have a five star for sunday the monday night game giants plus seven you might even be able to get that at seven and a half i feel like people might Money might start coming in on Dallas because people just love Dallas. So by the time you bet that on a Monday, you may even pick up that hook of seven and a half, which would be great. But regardless, Giants plus seven, Monday night, five-star on that one as well. All right, now we have your underdog money line parlay special. What do you got for the people? How are they going to win some money? All right, so we're going to do – I'm still going to give out a parlay. But we're definitely not going to advertise parlays as being great bets because <laughs> parlays are just hard to hit. But for fun, every week I think I'm going to do a uh, underdog money line parlay special for Love everybody. It. Love it. Where all I'm going to do is take underdogs, but I'm going to bet them on the money line. We're going to take three teams every week. So the three teams on the money line at Plus Money for this weekend, we're going to take Kansas Jayhawks football at Plus 190 yes. on the money line. Yes. They're, they're actually plus six, but if you do the money line, you get plus 190. So when you go to the window, you say you want a parlay of money lines. You want Kansas money line plus 190. I'm taking USC Trojans at plus 170. They're going to straight up win that game versus Oregon, have it lost at home. And then we're going to take my Giants again at plus 280 giants are gonna win monday night you love the giants parlay two college football games and parlay the giants all on the money line you got plus 190 kansas plus 170 usc plus 280 with the giants that three-team parlay will pay you 30 to 1 on your money so fifty dollar bet on the parlay pick up an easy 1500 no problem <laughs> man i love that i'm ready that to, i'm ready be to, the parlay give me a brick wall to run through I, i'm ready to lock these in i'm heading to vegas right now or i need to or the, the nearest indian reservation where we can gamble out here in arizona there you go well uncle micah thanks for joining joining us this we're gonna keep we're gonna keep working out the kinks with this guys keep this rolling every single friday so you guys can win some money and uh, it just makes sports more enjoyable doesn't it it sure does and i can't wait to uh next week's show and we'll review these picks and see how i did and then we'll just fire off some more for next week that, that that's right we won't get we will not give out your email yet so you're not getting any hate <laughs> mail but if you get hot if you get hot we we have to put it out there you need we're going to start a fan club for oh you. for sure as long if i'm hitting we're going to be posting those on twitter we're oh, gonna yeah. be posting those picks but i don't think we can post the picks 
right away on Twitter. We need people to listen to get the picks. That's actually, right. So we may not post the picks, but we'll we'll definitely be posting the records. For oh sure yeah, after each yeah. Week. We'll, we'll we'll keep track. We'll throw some teasers out there. Bring suck people in. We'll get we'll get some uh, loyal uh, some loyal listeners. Yeah, good to go, man. Awesome. Thanks, Micah. All right, I'll see you, bud. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you may be listening, please rate five stars, leave a friendly review, subscribe, and turn those notifications on. Interviews coming your way every single Monday and Friday picks with Uncle Micah coming your way, you guessed it, every single Friday. Thanks again so much for listening, guys. Talk to you guys on Monday. Monday.